0: You spend time with your family? Sure, I do. Good. Because a man who doesn't spend time with his family can never be a real man. Come you look terrible. I want you to eat. I want you to rest well, and a month from now, this Hollywood big shot's going to give you what you want. It's too late. They start shooting in a week. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Good evening, Don't Run To Me fans. I'm Asus, the man on the other side of the mic is EC. How you doing, EC?
1: Doing really well. Excited for this week to be over. Not just because the work week will be over, but also because we are back to the pram, Back to watching our boys do what we love to watch them do. So, very excited. Good to see you again as always, man. How are you?
0: Been doing good, EC. Uh, just uh, hanging out, you know, just working and... I guess we're finally done with our little summer break, so we can get back to work now. You know, we, uh, we had a little two weeks off, you know, here and there, and, you know, we weren't, there wasn't much to do, or much to talk about, but of course, alas, E.C., the, the season is nigh upon us, and we have a lot to talk about, a lot to talk about, so let's get into it. First, let's do a, um, I mean, <coughs> we had three wins, one loss, and a draw with uh, this new, uh, with the Duke manager, new system. Um, I know we talked about some of the matches, especially the Liverpool match. There really wasn't much going on, uh, other than, you know, our game against Atlético on Saturday, which we lost 1-0. I mean, which was a late goal in the 87th minute. You know, there was, you know, some, you you know, some shenanigans going on towards, at the end, regarding, you know, Fred getting the red card and blah, blah, blah. Then um, Jao Felix scoring that awesome goal. Um, and then we played the next day against Real Vallecano. I mean, it was second, second string against second string uh, and unfit players playing against the, you know their whatever, I guess you call their first team. So I'm not going to take too much from that match. But give me your overall assessment of how this preseason has gone and Where do you think we are, uh, what's our direction towards, where's our direction uh, this season going to go?
1: I mean, I would probably give it a five and a half, six out of ten. You know, I'm obviously, you know, looking forward to seeing how formationally we're going to set up. That was a big thing for me. And then seeing, you know, who we're going to bring in, um, you know, I think there were some players who had some good, you know, preseason form, um, but, you know, you really can't put too much stake in the preseason. So, you know, ultimately the overall for me was, you know, who one is going to be coming back and then secondly, who are we going to be bringing in and then who are kind of those fringe players that may be able to, you know, break into the the first team from a an, from an academy standpoint. So, you know, you, you see the likes of Tony have a good preseason. Again, it's just preseason. Rashford had a bit of a spark. Um, Sancho, I think, I think probably did the best um, of all of them as far as the front work concerned. Um, I thought Bruno was pretty solid. Um, as far as the back four concerned, I would say Malacia probably had the best uh, camp as far as the uh, the the defenders were are concerned. Um, as far as the transfer market went, I really wasn't thoroughly impressed. I still don't think uh, major um, needs have been addressed. Um, And then the fringe players, you know, I think, unfortunately, with it being Ten Hag's first season and him wanting to get the ground running, he really doesn't have the, I guess, leeway to really play too much with some of the younger kids um, that, you know, probably would have maybe gotten a a, a bigger sniff if, say, he would have had a manager that was already kind of proven. I think he needs to kind of get the squad that he wants and and play them quite a bit getting ready for Brighton. I think he even mentioned – you know he's he's really focused on, on this game uh, this Sunday. So um, I give it a six out of five. I, I think you know obviously the window's still not closed, um, but I, I think if we if we let this window close and we don't get another striker, we don't get a CDM, we're just focused on the young. Um, I I don't think it's going to benefit um, us this season. <coughs>
0: Excuse me. Um. So in regards to. Let's let's talk about formation. You see, did you see anything different that that Tim Hag brought that Ragnit had didn't you know had and then Ole because I mean it was in the I guess in the first couple of games especially when uh, it was the McFred kind of matchup right it was still the four two one three formation. Uh, and then you saw kind of when Ericsson came in uh, against uh, who did Erickson come in against was it. Bye, no, no, Eric came in uh, against Atleti. Bye, bye. He came uh, as a substitute against Atleti. Yeah. Then um, you know, obviously he came he went into the Bruno spot, Bruno went up top because Marshall got taken out. But in this past match, wasn't it more of a four, one, two, three? Is that something that um uh, and and, look, and I guess going forward, looking at what people are, you know, the talking heads are talking about, you know, he's going to want to play Bruno and um, and uh, and Erickson may at the same time. Do you think that's this formation that can we that we that will suit us the best? The four one two, and whether it be Bruno or Helmet, I mean, push up Fred up there and have McTominay, you know, in front of the defense if he's going to play the McFred and play more of an attacking role. Uh, and then obviously whoever the, you know, the, up, the three up top are going to be, whether it be Rashford, Martial, Ilanga, Sancho. Uh, I mean, Garnacho looked pretty damn good the other day against Vical. Um I mean, we'll talk about Ronaldo here in a bit, but and also Ronaldo up top. And maybe a new signing, who knows? But what formation do you think if that's going to suit us the best this season?
1: Well, I think, you know, I think ultimately, I think the goal was to, to see if he could run an attacking side. But I think more importantly, what he wanted to do was run a pressing side. And I think with with the strikers that he has up front in the front three, because I, I honestly think it's a point, man. I think he's going to run a four two three one. Um, I don't think Erickson and Bruno will play together mm-hmm. um, just due to the simple fact that we don't have a solid number six. I think if we would assign a solid number six, then you can maybe see... Erickson and Bruno running together because they're not really defensive minded Um, so I don't I don't see those two playing together I think I think they kind of sub off like for like mm-hmm. Bruno starts Erickson comes on and finishes the game off now It's not going to make Bruno happy, you know, he wants to play the whole game But I think the only the only time that you would see both of those guys playing at the same time is if we were in desperation mode And you blame you bring on uh, Erickson to help create a little bit more but to start out the game especially against brighton um, you're going to see the McFred combination as long as they're healthy, and then Bruno will be um, a part of that. Then going forward, I think um, Tony will be um, um, leading the point until uh, Ronaldo gets completely match fit. So, yeah, I I think the four two three one is is what he's going to continue to run. I think the only difference to answer your question is really just it's a, it's a more of a pressing four two three one than it's been under the previous two uh, regimes. Um, again, you know, I think that's something that we need to all question to make sure that that's sustainable because that's what they did in preseason. Um, it's a different ball game. We all know once the regular season starts, you're going to get their best 11 versus your best 11. So are you going to be able to press, uh, the whole game? Because I know that's something that he, uh, stresses, 10 Hag stress, stresses quite a bit. So, yeah, I think, I don't think it's going to be, um, too many changes other than Varan, I think Maguire will obviously start. Um, you'll see DeLal on one side. I um, I honestly think uh, Malacia will start over Shaw, McFred, Bruno, and then at the point, Tony with Rashford on one side and um, and Sancho on the other.
0: That disappoints me, you see. <clears throat> it disappoints me a lot when you say that, you know, we're still going to stick to the McFred combination. Uh, and because it's been... What since Ole, you know, I mean, he's the one. I mean, yeah. you could say even in, under Jose Mourinho, but Jose Mourinho had a young, I uh, guess slightly younger, uh, Matic, right, in the McFred, you know, in that, that role, right? I know uh, McTominay came in because he impressed Jose, um, and then obviously Fred, but it was more of that. <laughs> it, was a, it was still a weak midfield. And, yes I know we don't have anybody there like young there to, to control it but still he still hasn't figured out you know I would think a new manager would try to try to somewhat figure out um, where we can be more offensive but yet we're still resorting back to the you know six back you know four up top and you know let's hope and pray let's see if they can create especially that might be work on the counter. You know, like which is done in the past for us, but when you when you go against a team that's gonna park the bus, uh, like we saw it on Saturday with the um, with the Real, um, sorry Real Madrid, Atlético Madrid. I'm not saying they park the bus, but that's what they do, right? You know, they just sit back, play defense, hit you on the counter. We didn't create at all, and those were our starters, and they played a chunk, a good chunk of uh, minutes. So that's what we're looking at. The same old, same old, same old, same old. In the same formation, same tactics, hoping to punch in the counter, and when we play somebody like that's going to have be defensively sound, yeah, we lose. You know what I mean? So we're going to lose. Well, against. I don't, we're, I don't we're gonna, think it's – We're going to draw or lose against Brighton. We're going to draw and lose against uh, – let's go who else? Uh, all those lower-tier teams. That we always done so that we're not showing anything different and that's what disappoints me is the fact that we have not changed formations to be a more tacky formation you know i know i understand that he probably doesn't have the players to you know pe- you know to be put you know to ha- help that position but if mcfred is your only option in the midfield fucking play garner play iqbal play uh, um those kids because they get more offensive and, I mean, they, they show more tenacity. And you saw that in the preseason. And we'll talk about the kids here shortly. But this McFred shit and then Bruno up top, because Bruno gets pissed off because he can't get service from the fucking McFred and, and, and you know, the McFred tandem. You know what I mean? So you're expecting Bruno to give service to three three attacking mid, uh three attackers, you know. So it's just not going to work. Well,
1: I think, don't you think that Malasia and and a lot with with Eric Tenhack's system are going to be a lot more involved than say in the past two regimes where I I don't think the overlapping play was something that was implemented into the system. I think that you know to me have, that's we, really where I'm going to be you, looking for us to you still, to make a difference.
0: You, we still we're still going to have a weak spine, period. And then then that's the way teams. Well, have, I'm not. I it's that's the way teams not, have, to have to play. I mean, teams have to have a strong spine. I'm not. It doesn't matter if you. It matter if your wingers can get up and down. If you if you have nobody to get them the ball, then what the fuck? I mean, what does it matter?
1: I'm not. I've I've never been one to to criticize overly um, McFred. I know a lot of people don't like them, and I know they are limited players. Um, and it's 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 obviously in the, the proofs in the pudding that they haven't won a championship with that combination. I think that combination though doesn't get as uh, as much credit as it should just due to the simple fact that they were able to get Champions League uh, back-to-back seasons with with that being the consistent pairing. So I agree with you. I think a number six, a true number six, is something that we've been screaming for. And I think that what Ten Hag has been saying is, is that Fred is essentially, unless they just literally move Frankie, you know, make him leave, Frankie's, or not Frankie, excuse me, Fred is going to kind of be molded into that number uh, eight, uh, if you will, to to kind of facilitate that role. So, no, I, I agree with you. I think that it, it is annoying, but I think the difference is for me, and I think more people are actually coming out and saying it, there's more of an idea rather than just counter. So I don't think we're just going to be a countering team. I think there's more of an idea. I think there's more emphasis of overlapping. I think that's why, you know, he's bringing in the players that he likes, you know, Martinez, um, you know, Malasia these kids understand the way that he wants to play it So when you look at the spine you look at it from before you're you're looking at you know De Degea giving the ball to Maguire, right? That's a horrible situation Now you've got Maguire giving it to Martinez who can spray the ball wherever you want to go He can give it to Malasia. He can even spray it to Tony or to Sancho um, From whatever side he can also spray the ball to Bruno. So I think he's trying to get his players in I think they're backing the manager I think it's just difficult circumstances, which we'll talk about a little bit later on. But I don't. I, I think that pairing, though they're not the greatest, they're not going to be club legends. I think the pairing um, does deserve a little bit of credit.
0: And this goes. I mean, I'm going to go back to what I said yes. regarding Mar- Mar- Martinez. Not Martinez. It's Mar- Martinez. Easy, please. Roll the R's, please.
1: <laughs> Sorry. I, tr- I try. I try. <laughs>
0: But this is where he, this is where I think he'll be most beneficial. You just said De Gea getting it to, to Maguire. Yeah, we know that shit, right? But I'd rather have him Maguire getting the ball to Mart- Martinez up uh, further up the pitch and let him him control the midfield and him spread up the pitch further. And you know that he can actually recover back deep as a C- as a CDM, as the as the four one. And then you can give him to Bruno and Bruno and Fred, or what you know, because we know Fred going forward is good. You saw that in the first match when um, when he scored that goal against Liverpool, which it was a cheeky goal. It was good; I like it. But he really hasn't done much since, in my opinion. Um, so this is what this is where I'm going back to. Where this is where Ten Hag, in my opinion, needs to play Martinez is actually in that CDM role that where he can get the ball. A little further up the pitch maybe in the you the in, in the second quarter of the pitch or the third three fourths of the pitch I don't know what what how you call it off off the backs off the uh, the center backs or whomever sprayed around either on the wings or sprayed through the middle you know I think that's where he's be more beneficial rather be further back and trying to get to a midfield that can't do shit you know what i mean a midfield they can't get the ball back up to the up to the up to the guys that need to get it to like Bruno and um and and and, and if he plays for Bruno. That's where that's that's, well, where, that's where my team needs to play. Period.
1: I agree with you. I think that that, that would theoretically work. I think the only problem with that is is if you, if you do if you do move him forward into a, a six which he can play, you then have Harry Maguire who has no pace. Um, by himself so I think what Ragnick's look Ragnick's what Ten Hag's look at it, he's saying look if I if I want to play a high line which he does it's another different change in in in, in style um, you can't leave Harry by himself so you know I think Lindelof does a good job I really do I, I think uh, that's another player that doesn't get enough credit but I think if you look at what, what uh, Eric Ten Hag has already done he's already moved Maguire to the other side which is where Lindelof typically would play so, I think it's it's kind of covering because make, remember, M- Martinez is not he's not the paciest guy either. But McGuire is as he's got two cement blocks strapped to his feet when he's trying to run. He's just he's not a fast guy. So, I think it's a little bit more cover. This is his captain. This is something I don't agree with. He should have done. He should have waited. But this is the person who he's come out and said, "Look, I'm gonna die by this kid." And it's unfortunate because, you know, if he has another bad season, which he had a horrible season last year, he's going to come off looking really bad. So I'm hoping that Maguire just is like our comeback man of the year. Hope he scores goals, plays for England. I, I hope he does absolutely amazing. But I think it's more of a because Ten Hag wants to play a high line, you have to be able to cover Maguire.
0: No, I agree. I totally agree like um but that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I think Martinez could do that as 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 that one up top to cover the defense but yet is able to spread the ball around. You know what I mean? If it's you know passing it 20 yards and then covering the defense, making sure, I mean, cuz it's like it's like basketball double team, right? You know, it's like the ball goes here, you double team. You get in the passing lanes. That's all he needs to do. So I think that's that's a, that's a position you know I've already talked about it that will best benefit him and that'll give us the best outcome in the end and get us more attacking up front rather than relying on a six man defense and nobody from there be able to connect to the to our offense you know what I mean if we have there, there's there's still the gap there it's it's still there and you see it right now all right see. And uh, give me one thing, and we'll, 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 this is, we'll wrap up the preseason because obviously everybody knows about the preseason. <coughs> one thing that, you know, that stood out to you, that gave you some, uh, you know, a little sparkle in your eye, a little glimmer of hope uh, of how this season's going to go. One, I mean, just one thing that, that, that really impressed you this season. For the preseason?
1: preseason, yes, preseason, I, not season. Sorry, <laughs> I, I would, I would say the consistency I would, I would say that the consistency of the press. I would, I would say, uh, okay, I, 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 that was that. that that's one. But I, I, the the main thing though for me, I'm, I'm waffling. Erickson Hag, <laughs> Hag, speaking his mind to star players. Um, telling him, telling De Gea, calling him out in front of the whole world. Everyone heard the six, the six. Uh, Word comments that he made to get to de Gea when he, he made a horrible pass everyone heard him get on the Sancho the first game in Thailand I think this guy demands respect he demands consistency and now it's gonna be you know can he maintain that so that would be my biggest takeaway is the fact that he's trying to assert himself as the man <clears throat> I
0: like it I mean Jose was like that, but obviously you and I have our difference of opinion about Jose and how he handled, <coughs> obviously, you felt that he threw players under the bus and, well, you know, whatever. Anyways, uh, I, the, the thing that actually, that I really enjoyed was the kids. The kids. Um, I know there was two of them that got a lot of playing time. Iqbal, right? Iqbal, and, uh, Zidane? Iqbal, is that his last name, Iqbal? Got a lot of playing time. Yep. Robbie Savage got a lot of playing time. Um, Garner didn't get as much playing time as I thought. I thought he'd be more involved uh, due to the fact that, you know, he played for Nottingham Forest, you know, and. He had, um, he had, he had an injury. He had an injury. Injury, okay. Okay, so let's hope, uh, let's hope he, I, I really want him to stay. I don't want him to go on loan. Um, uh, who else? Shit, Garnacho! This last game, he didn't get you know he didn't get a lot of playing time this preseason. But when he was on this pitch the other day, that kid could you know he looked like I hate to say it, he looked like CR7 when we bought CR7 from Sporting Lisbon, running at players, not afraid, um, and you know try to put it on them. Uh, who else? EC uh, Sholotari played pretty well, you know. Hannibal played <coughs> you know decent. I think the only disappointing player was probably Chong and Ethan Laird this past game cuz Ethan Laird I don't think he had a bad preseason and in, in the, the, the the first games but this past game yeah he did cuz him and um him, him and that Chong you know that parry on the on the on the right hand side just wasn't working and so I don't know if that was because of Chong and then he that let you know that had Le- Ethan Laird you know out of position um, but I don't think I don't I don't think Ethan Laird's at that bad of a player. I think Chong's probably. I think he needs to move on. Uh, EC, uh, but I, I was really impressed the way. Obviously, again, it's preseason, but how well these under twenty three kids came in, practiced, picked up the system. It seems like they picked up the system some better than sometimes some of the first team players because they're willing to run. They're willing to make those those pressing moves. (laughs) So I just, excuse me. They're willing to make all that, you know, put in the work, it seems like. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, That was the most pressed to me. And I just, I really want to see that again. I want to see them infused into this system. And I really want to see them get playing time this year. I mean, Iqbal, um, Savage, Garner, uh, and Garnacho. At least those two. And a Shole, a Shole, or Shoray? Shoray. Shoray. Sh- Damn it, easy. Tell me about this one. Shole, Sholer, Sholatorre. Sholatorre. Um Sholatorre, yeah. Sholatorre. <laughs> can't I? I've always messed up his name, Easy. I just call him Shola. Shola, okay. I'm going to do that, too. That's what I call him. Okay. Um, you know, just, I want to see more new blood. And it was refreshing to see more new blood. I'm not comparing the class of 90, 92. obviously. That was that was the once in a generation class. But if a handful of those players could play uh, can contribute to this team, I think I think we're on a we're on a pretty good run for the next couple of years.
1: Yeah, I mean the kids. I think the kids played good, but again, I, I I think it was unfortunate. And and a lot about football is about timing. I mean, we're going to talk about Dean Henderson here in a little bit, but I think, you know, when you're the likes of Ahmad, um, or or even Alanga, you know, it's difficult for a new manager coming in this year, to to test the waters, if you will. He doesn't really have time to do that. He understands that he needs some guys who have done it before, and he needs those guys to be ready to go. So. You know, it's unfortunate. I think, to your point, um, Tahit's going to be gone. I think he's going to be 23 in December. Um, he had a good try. His his loan spells didn't really end up too well for him. I think Ethan Laird's uh, signed with Wofford, so he'll be gone, um, at least for this season. Um, Garner, unfortunately, was, you know, he's just injured. You know, when you're injured, you can't come back and play. And unfortunately, the last game that we saw this last this last weekend, he didn't look very good. So I think, I think for me, I think the kids... Are going to have to wait, unfortunately. Besides Alonga, I think Alonga will will make it. Um, I take a flyer. I, I take a punt on, on 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 Garnacho. I I would have him in the squad because I I really think that this um, this striker thing is not being talked about, you know, enough. Just due to the simple fact that if it, it, let's let's just say that Tony gets hurt or Ronaldo gets hurt, who you got? And I think that's something that they're going to have to look at and say, you know, that kid, that kid at least, even if he doesn't make it right away, with it being a World Cup season, if you allow him to go on loan, right, and these most of these guys are going to be gone, if not, you know, if, if they play well. So if you allow him to stay here and actually train and actually play that might uh, help his confidence quite a bit as opposed to sitting off uh, on loan somewhere or having him play with the Academy. So I'm very interested to see what they do with him. Um, he's, he's probably the only one that I would say, um, you know, should probably stick around. I think the is already kind of a backup player oh, yeah. right
0: now. I don't I, think he's a, he's that, a starter. That's why I didn't say uh, him, I didn't include him as a kid because I mean, he's already, I, I've i already included him in the squad. Uh, Ahmad I kind of totally forgot about him again. I uh, he came Well, off. I mean I think his time's up.
1: Yeah. I think his time's up. I think he had a I think he had a good run, but I think when you go to a big club like Rangers on loan and you have a good start like that and then you fizzle out um it, the the promise that was I know for me anyways, you know, coming from Italy, you know, superstar teenager came into us, played played against Milan, scored an amazing 360 header in the Champions League. I mean, I, I thought this kid's ceiling was, was, was amazing, but, um, you know, it, it didn't work out for him. I think he and Tahit are going to be one of those players that we'll see probably in the Prem or or in, on some level playing at a high level where you'll go, remember him from United. Remember him from the United Academy. I think that's who those guys will be. I think the lights were a little bit too big. Um, wish them all the best, but I definitely think that their time um, is
0: up. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> which the best for these kids. Um, again, but I just want to see more of it. Iqbal. What do you think about Iqbal and Savage? Are they going loan?
1: I think they're going lone. I don't think they're ready yet. And and, and and here's the thing. This is the thing about football. Hannibal, too. Hannibal too, and You know this better.
0: Hannibal too. I'm sorry, include sorry. Sa- same thing. Okay.
1: Hannibal, Shola, you know, all these kids. Savage. All these kids are good players, right? you know better than i do it's not about being good it's about being great so can they can they kick ball in the, in the prem yeah they they've literally proved that they can't they cannot ever they, they can take it to their grave tell their grandkids i played senior ball at united they've done that but consistently can you week in week out go to training be the best in training Go to, through the weekend, be the best, get an eight out of eight out of ten, nine out of ten on the weekend. Can you do that consistently? I think the answer right now is no. But again, that doesn't mean that you you know you 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 send them to some club far off in Russia somewhere. I think the championship somewhere that these kids should play. It's against talent that's going to be in their league if not playing in their league that next season. Um, I think that was the issue with Tahith. I know he wanted to be you know. In Belgium, I, I get that, but I think had he just did his first spell in Brighton, which I think he did the second spell, I think that might have helped him a, a little bit more um, than what it did going off to the the Belgium league and, and, and playing uh, for for the ex city coach. So I, I just think you know those loans are big deals. Um, I think Ahmad went to Rangers, didn't work out really well. It is a British club, but again, you know, stick to the championship. Take those kids, put them where if you think they're good enough to be, be in the prim, but they're not great enough to be in the prim, put them in the league below and let's see if they can shine. And, you know, you may have a garner um, on your hands to where you look at it and go, man, in a couple years, this kid might when he gets a little bit bigger, when he gets a little bit stronger, when he's a little bit more smarter of a player, this could be somebody that could that could really help out the club. So it's a lot of it, it's about timing. You know, I don't think anyone's going to be coming in as the number eight. As the number eight, I mean, sorry, as the number ten for Manchester United anytime soon. At least for the next five years, Um, no one's going to knock him off his perch um, unless he starts spraying spraying the ball like crazy. So, um, yeah, it's one of those things. Those kids will bounce back and land somewhere. They'll be fine. Uh, I just don't think it's going to happen this
0: season at United. But don't you don't you think that Iqbal and Savage played way better than and then Fred and McTominay, especially against the same talent.
1: I think I think those kids played well. But I think again, if if I'm a new coach, I'm not I'm not experimenting. I know I know Fred and I know Scott have not just played in the Prem, but they've they've helped lead teams to play in the Champions League. These two kids who might have played well in the preseason. And I'm not I'm not poo-pooing, oh, they only played against second teamers, they only played against third teamers. I have no idea what they've done consistently in the Prem. I'm not I'm not saying that. I, I know they played against first teamers. They did. But what I'm saying is, do I know that they've consistently played in the Prem, week in, week out, you know, literally one of the toughest leagues in the world? The answer is no. So that doesn't mean that again, I think Iqbal, I'm not Iqbal, excuse me. I think Garnacho is someone who I would take a flyer on. I would definitely take a flyer on him. I think the other kids, for me, let them be teenagers. Because, again, what what happens far too often is we throw them to the wolves and we say, you know what, you look so good in U23s, you, you, you won the FA Cup, you played well in the preseason, now I'll go swim in the deep end. And then they drown and then we go, well, this kid's trash, well, this kid's horrible, this kid, well, he's, he's 17 years old. You know, he's 19 years old. So it's, when you, you know when you see a Ronaldo, you know that. You you see it, you go, okay, that, that kid has it. For me, none of those kids jump off the screen. They're good in moments, but none of them jump off the screen. The one kid that jumps off the screen at times is Garnacho. At times, not consistently, even in the FA Cup game, if you go back and watch it. Did he play a great game? Absolutely. But there were times when I went, Oh man, why'd you do that? That that's not, and and in the prim they're going to study you. They're going to they're going to game plan for you. It's not it's it's not going to be some weak punk. It's going to be some grown man trying to take your lunch. So I, I always err on the side of caution when it comes to the teenagers. If they're not generational, your 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 Messies, your Ronaldos, your Gavis, your Fatis, I think those kids when they come up they're they're ready to roll. You could see it. You can tell. I, I don't really get that. You know, I even watched Garnacho play in the U-20 uh, World Cup, and it was rough. Those kids were out there beating him up. Did he play well? Yes, he played well, but not—I don't know if you remember Messi in his U-20 World Cup. I mean, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It, it looked like there was little boys, and then Messi was this grown man just playing with them. Those are kids that jump off the charts. I don't see that consistently with him yet. But listen, he's, what is he? Is he 19? Is he 20? Like 18, 17, I thought. So, I mean, listen, he hasn't fully grown yet. He he probably could get faster. I mean, the, these are all kids. Like, again, you, you put them on loan. You let them play. Make sure they're playing. And make it a six-month loan. Call them back in January if they're balling out of control if they're just shredding their league to parts uh, to bits, have them come back. But I wouldn't, I, if I'm Hag, I'm, I'm, I'm playing proven guys. That's what I'm doing.
0: I just hope to see some, uh, some new blood. Let's put it that way. That's what I want to see. I want to see some new blood. get the United fans. Cause that's, you know, the Academy, the youth. And I know, I know we've had our, you know, we've had our differences upon, you know, the youth Academy and, Coming up, but um, I think that I think that can benefit us, especially the United fans. All right, easy. You you know the sandwich method when you deliver information. I do. So we've talked about good. So now we're going to talk bad. <laughs> All right. Let's talk to the nitty gritty, the the real elephant in the room. Elephants, because there's several. There's several elephants in this room. You see, that we need to talk about, especially with the uh, the eve of our Premier League uh, start is on, on Saturday, Sunday. I'm sorry, Sunday at eight yeah. o'clock. we start this season. We have another month in the transfer window, to the end of August. Um, and there are three, uh, two large elephants in our room. And then one small little, you know, what, what do they call elephants? Uh, what's the proper term? Uh, elephant? It's uh, uh, not equine. A baby elephant? No, it's equine. It's uh, a pachyderm. There you go. One small pachyderm uh, that uh, we got. they got shipped off to another club uh, thinking he's, you know, he thinking he's the you know the general you know like you remember uh, you remember the jungle book you know that little that little elephant you know hey my dad you know you know this and that and you know the one two one two you know and the big old elephants you know going through the thing you know what I mean so we have a little small pachyderm and a little kid you know barking you know barking like he You know, he's talking like his dad well first and foremost the CR7 drama EC has put me on has put me I'll notice that I am done with CR7 and I want to make him pay. I'm going to make him, I want I want United to make him, not him, I want to make his career an offer he couldn't refuse, you see, because the shit that he's put us through here within, you know, since coming, since we came back, Obviously, we don't know what happened on, you know, why he, w- you know, he didn't go on, you know, on, a, on the tour. And I think it's all bullshit because if he's if he's mourning his kid, which uh, you know, God forbid something happened like that, that's fine. But I see his wife and the other kid on a red carpet in, in Madrid, and him doing his thing in his, in his commercials and all that. Ah, come on, man! I don't give you the benefit of the doubt when, like that. If you're gonna mourn, you're gonna mourn. You don't do that shit. You know what I mean? So we all knew. I think, and it's my opinion. I'm not gonna talk for the man, but I think that whole shit about you know not going on preseason because he has family issues. I think it's bullshit because you don't do that, right? I mean, if you I mean if you're gonna mourn, you're gonna mourn, and you don't you're more, your wife's not gonna be going to a red carpet. You know what I mean? And he ain't posting no pictures of you on yachts. And you uh, there? I know they're on, they're they're in a different stratosphere on um, on money, but it's just no. So he the strike one for me. Strike two, obviously came a month ago, right? I was on the cruise and I saw the you know Ronaldo wants out. Ronaldo wants out, and this happened right before we we're supposed to go on you know tour. And Ronaldo wants Champions League and blah blah blah. You know he thinks he's better than the club. Strike two. Then, you know the club comes back. He comes back to training. They have it out. They have their meeting. Obviously, the club stance is the club stance. You know he goes back to training. You know and he gives this. um, You know this. He had to respond to some internet troll saying. But the king is really gonna the king you're not know, the king did. Uh, you're gonna he's gonna return to uh, play on Sunday, which he did. He played Sunday. And you and then he leaves there in halftime. Strike three. So now I want United to make I want United to make Ronaldo's career to end his career. To end his fucking career. The number one the number one priority of this season i'm talking about merton i'm talking about arnold because ten hag i don't think has any 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 time for it but i want I, you know what i'll do you see you know what i'll do i'll make the saudis an offer they couldn't refuse i say you know what here you go ronaldo here and i'm gonna sell you to the saudis for what they want to pay for him you see 200 something million whatever um so we get that money hey and you know what you could loan him out to anybody you want. I don't care, City, Newcastle, more than likely, because Newcastle needs. You know, uh, they're owned by the Saudis as well. I don't give a shit. You know, I don't like the Saudi the Saudi conglomerates, anyways. <clears throat> get that money, and then when United co- when when that motherfucker comes to back to back to Old Trafford, I'd put the butcher on his ass. I'd make I'd make i will put Roy. I mean, I'll do a Roy Keane. Uh, I'll make sure that dude doesn't walk away. I'll make sure that guy that motherfucker doesn't walk away from, on the pitch up, on crutches. And that's it. it. I was tired of it. I'm tired of it. And I know, and unfortunately, I don't think he's going anywhere because nobody wants him. That's the funny thing. That's the hilarious thing. Now he wants, this dude signed a contract, a two-year contract. Now nobody wants him. Nobody wants him. Oh, United, please let me out of my contract so I can go as a free agent somewhere else. Fuck you, dude. Who do you think you are? And then you pull that shit on Saturday? On Sunday, I'm sorry? You leave? And I'm so glad Eric Hag came out today in the interview, the Dutch interview, and said, and he he didn't mention Ronaldo per se. He mentioned the players leaving before, at halftime. He mentioned that. He said... It was unacceptable. We're a team, so you know what? I'd keep Ronaldo and put him out there. And, I mean, you know what? Well, I'm gonna pay you your 500 or five hundred million, well, three hundred sixty thousand a week. You know what? Stay home. You know you're gonna lose a year, and you know you're gonna lose a year on the on your couch, and you're gonna watch Messi. You're gonna watch Messi break your goals, goal scoring record, and next year. We're gonna we're gonna exercise your third year option, and you're gonna sit another year on the couch. We're gonna pay you, and you're watching Messi add more goals to your goal scoring record. Cause you know what? You don't. You are not bigger than the club. And I say that period. Ronaldo is not bigger than the club, and I'm so disgusted by him. I could. I'm just pissing me off. And you know what? You see, I'm gonna eat my hat when he's scoring up when he's scoring goals for us. In a month, two months, whenever he comes back. But right now, I'm just. this is what I would do. Because I'm a vindictive motherfucker. You cross me, or no, what is it? Uh, you fool me once, shame on me. No, shame on you. You fool me twice, shame on me. Because I fell for that shit. You know what I mean? He's a selfish prick. And you know what? He's going to get what he deserves. I would I mean I wouldn't even entertain. Him. I would say you I would sell him to an American team. He's not gonna get Champions League. You don't United are not gonna sell him to the Champions League team. Sell him to the Saudis and get max money. Period.
1: Well, that that uh that was surprising. I'm not gonna lie. I that's your favorite player, and you just you just destroyed him. I think we all mourn in our own ways, and I know you're not poo-pooing. The, the death that' so I'm not saying that but I think we do all mourn in our own ways um that being said this this is this is business and I ultimately think what would be good business for United is not to have uh, Cristiano Ronaldo there and I don't think it has anything to do um with his ego you you said it you said who do you think you are his answer to you is literally going to be I'm the best footballer ever. That's his answer. So we don't know what that does to a person. We don't know how that makes you feel. We don't know how that what kind of confidence that breeds. We have no idea. Here's the reality. He's the best player that's ever played at that club, in my personal opinion. He scored the most goals. You know, won a million ballon indoors has a million dollars, beautiful family, the whole nine. He no longer, in my opinion, warrants the team being built around him. I think Ronaldo is still a good player. The problem with United and Ronaldo is this new coach wants his strikers to start the press when the other team has the ball. This was the issue we had last season where he scored 20 some odd goals, but he didn't want to press, he did not want to play defense. We've all known that. We've known that since Real we've known that since his first run at United. So the fact that now he's come back and he's saying he wants to play Champions League football and he wants to make sure he retains his Champions League goals uh, record, we shouldn't be surprised guys. I was happy as every as everyone else was when he came back. As foolish as it sounds, I was one of those guys. Super happy, best player in the world, can't believe it. We're going to be amazing. The team was already great. Now you're adding him. Where's the trophy? So I just think ultimately when you look at Cristiano Ronaldo in a nutshell, um, you talk about do this to him, do that to him. He doesn't want to stay. And if he stays at the club, then that is the worst case scenario for him. The worst for us, and it's the worst for him. So I think he's going to get punished. I don't I think you know again for him and it's unfortunate um at this point because the 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 window's not closed at this point there aren't any clubs who are who are showing that they'd like to have his services and so if you can imagine like you said earlier who do you think you are well I think I'm the best to ever play and at this point no one's picking you um, we've all been in that, uh, that schoolyard and you're sitting there and, and it's time to, to play football or it's time to play basketball or force, you know, whatever. And everyone starts picking teams and everyone knows the worst feeling in the world is being that last kid picked. We all know that. And, uh, and that's what he's going through right now. He's the last kid to be picked. Uh and so his ego's taking a huge bump but i think ultimately you know when you're in that position which he's never been uh the, the last kid picked he, he's his ego is you know on a daily basis just get it's it's getting it's getting destroyed so he's he's already being punished um the, the, the simple fact of the matter is there's a lot of people um that owe a lot to this guy and i know a lot of people will say well that doesn't matter you don't get to behave like a, a a spoiled, narcissistic brat. He's been that. <laughs> He's been that since he came here and was literally the best player in the world. I would say probably from 2006 until, I don't know, 2000, and you could probably say 16, 17 maybe. That's a, that's a large stretch where you're the face of the entire game, the global game. So... The fact that now he's on the he's on the playground and nobody wants to pick him, trust me, that's a kick in the that's a kick in the crotch, that's a kick in the crotch. So it's if he doesn't go anywhere, that's punishment enough. Even if he plays for us, trust me, when he hears that Champions League music, and he knows he has no, he's he's going to be nowhere around it, it's another gut punch. So the the window's not closed. I'm sure his his agent is working as diligently as as ever, but I think. I'm not going to forget, I know you're not going to, I know you're upset, but you're not going to forget the great moments that he provided for us as fans. Um, but I think it would be best for us to not have him. Again, not just for the simple fact, the fact that the matter that he doesn't want to be here. He doesn't fit what Ten Hag wants to do. He doesn't, and not not even close. He doesn't want any uh, prima donnas. He doesn't want any Cadillacs. He wants you to work your butt off from the front, to the back, he wants it to start from the back and go through the front, and, and go all the way through. Everyone gets touches. Ronaldo's not going to do that. It's about him. And at 37 years old, we're not building around him. Those days are gone. I think you could do that in MLS. I think you could do that in League league Meki. MX, I think you could do that in uh, the Brazilian League, the, the Portuguese League. And those are not crap leagues. I know they're not the best in the world, but you could build around him there. He still thinks he has it and fair play to him, but I think the market speaks <laughs> and, and right now the market's saying we don't want that. We don't it, it's not that it's cancerous. it's that we're, we can't build around you and we know that when you come here, it's gonna be about you. It's always been about him. That's that's who he is. And for better or for worse, um, that's that's Ronaldo and you know the the, the documentary will eventually come out. And he'll have his say, but right now, I'm sure, like you, like you just spoke so eloquently earlier, he's losing a lot of fans. That's on him.
0: And that's the thing. It's like his brand is taking such a taking such a diminished, you know, hit you now. I mean, why would you want to do it? This is the thing. And 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 getting to what you know, yes, guess getting him out. You see, yes, I understand that. I, and I do, it benefits us, but what it does not benefit, especially, because, I mean, I was going to ask you on what you thought about, and we'll talk about what you thought about Eric Tenhock's comments on that interview that he had with that Dutch, um, that Dutch newspaper, or Dutch, not newspaper, but um, interview. What it goes to show, if they let him go, is, again... The same problem we've been dealing with the past, since Sir Alex left, that the players have more power than the manager, and that the players have more power than the organization. They did it with Paul Pogba, and he was, like I I told you, he was a a cancer from the beginning. Uh, They did, they've done it with, I mean, look at Jesse Lingard. Look at all these players that have, have, have left. These players do not dictate what the club does. I mean, look. I mean, this is the thing about PSG and giving Mbappe all that power. You know, dictating who the manager is going to be, who's going to bring in, who's going to be—that's stupid. They're they they're not they're players. They, they get they get played to play. This guy, I, I, like Ronaldo, I you know, said, I, Ronaldo cannot dictate of what he what he can do because you know what? It'll set another precedent in the clubhouse of how these players can treat Ten Hag. If Ten Hag says, he's a part of our team, and he's going to play, then that's it. And he needs to do that. And that could, yeah, this is going back to what he said yesterday. Everybody thought, everybody all that shit coming out like on what? Uh, Monday? Monday and Tuesday about, oh, <coughs> Ten Hag gave possibly all these players permission to leave early, and blah blah blah, and Ronaldo left early, and all those rumors about that—he's nipped in the butt today, or whatever, whatever what this interview was. He said it was unacceptable. So that goes to show. Let's see what happens to Deloitte. I think Bruno was a part of that as well, right? The players that left early, you know. Um, let's see if he benches their ass against Brighton. I would love to see it because that will send the message. You know, what, Deloitte? Well, I think, I, I think
1: you know you're.
0: If he's gonna say, if he's, if he's, if he's come gonna, out. If he's going to say true to his philosophies and his principles, EC, he has to do that.
1: This is this is why I'm saying people jumped out the out the. the I saw this on Twitter and everyone's going crazy and calling all these reporters liars and. I think for me to hear him say, you know, they shouldn't have left, a a, a and I'm. I know Ria Vera fans are going to say, "Well, that's disrespectful." But to say that um these guys are being disrespectful because they left the the halftime of a meaningless game, um I I think people are going a little too overboard. And I think when they hear Tin Hawk say, "Well, it's disrespectful or it's, you know, it's it's this and it's that." It's
0: unacceptably I think said.
1: that's a good I think it's a good soundbite. I don't. I don't think if this is if this is the the middle of the season or the or the first regular season game against Brighton, and Bruno gets subbed off and he goes, you know what, you guys like Erickson so much, I'm out. I think that's a little bit different. So he's not benching anyone that left that's a starter, right? I would. And I think it sounds good, but I think ultimately, had he said, okay. I don't want anybody leaving early. I don't like looks at them, says, Hey, I don't want anybody leaving early. And they go, you know what? You do one. I'm out of here. I'm going home. Cause I want to beat this traffic. I think that's a bigger story. No. And I, and ultimately I think when, when fans, when we talk about players having control or players having power, players didn't used to have any kind of say or any kind of power.
0: They, sh- they shouldn't, but
1: they should. And let me tell you why. No, no one in their mom, and if you put a gun to their head and have put true serum in them, no one's coming there to see the coach. Not one person. Everyone in the state, no one.
0: They did it. To you name Sir me the coach Alex. that
1: everyone's coming to see.
0: Jose Sir Alex Arsene Wenger. Uh, who else? They're coming to have... see him. Yeah. See him do
1: what? This? They're coming to see him. Point. To, to I mean to no. coach the team. They're coming to see the players on the pitch. Play the game, and you name you name three you name three coaches, who for me what, are some of the.
0: Was Jose not the star of the team?
1: Absolutely not, absolutely not. Okay. Jose was the Jose was the biggest coach in the league. He was the biggest coach. He was not the biggest star, absolutely not. Right. No question about it.
0: Okay.
1: So okay. I think for people to get it twisted, thinking that people are coming to see these coaches. I'll give you this. 10% of the population is turning on their TV and buying a ticket to go see the coach. Most people want to see the players on the pitch. Now, does that mean that you get to be disrespectful? No, you don't need to be disrespectful. But the fact of the matter is, these are assets. And a lot of people look at them and they go, shut up, play ball, do what I say, that's it. It doesn't fly like that. And I think more now, because you're paying these guys so much, because they are huge assets, they are going to have a say. They are going to be able to step up and say something. Now, ultimately, if they're not paying the bills, you don't have to listen if you don't want to. But guess what? If I don't want to be around your toxicity, I can leave, i.e. Dean Henderson, which I know we'll talk about here in a second. So the players do need to be able to step up and they do need to be able to say something. But me as the authoritarian, I don't have to listen. You can say whatever the hell you want. Who's paying your check and who's the one that's saying you're going to go out on the pitch? The coach and the owner. So, again, you can you can, you can can say whatever you want. Do interviews. You can come out and, and do movies. You can come out and post on your Instagram. You can do whatever you want. And you should be able to. But there's good consequences and there's bad consequences. Exactly. So I don't have a problem with the players being able to say what they want to say and, and have a say in – Let's go get this kid. That's what players, if if, if we think for one minute that Wayne Rooney wins to Sir, Sir Alex Ferguson's office and ask them why we were letting go of Rooney because he thought that it was going to damage his career, he didn't care. He knew it was going to damage his career. He knew it was over. He saw the writing on the wall. All these players want to do is win. All the coaches want to do is win. So when they start speaking out and see, things it's not to the detriment of they don't want to win
0: anymore no but we're not talking about that we're talking about okay we're what we're talking about is what he said what he said yesterday or today we're not saying it's unacceptable and you're saying that it's bullshit that he that he, he doesn't really think that how much stock do you how, how
1: much stock do you put in him saying that do you put a lot of stock in what he said he i say, don't
0: i do i, do. I, and I, I personally and, and i hope and i hope he benches the players at least to the first 60 minutes of this next match that left early. Because that will send a message. And so... That will send a message. And what kind of message? That you don't, you're not bigger than the club. Period.
1: So, so you think it's a good idea to piss off 10 of your starters. You haven't piss proven off. one thing in the prim... But you think it's the best thing to do is to piss them off. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: I mean, sorry, sorry, little dandy. Uh, if you're a little pissed off because you're not playing, and first of all, Bruno hasn't really been playing well, so I'd rather have Erickson in there to start. All right, listen, I'm gonna say, I, DeLott, I mean, it's a toss up. You're okay, but I could replace you, Ronaldo. You're not fit. Who else? Who else left?
1: I, I heard it was 10 players. This is from Manchester United reporters. Said it was ten guys. Yeah, like, like I said, I think you're more. I think your opinion makes complete sense from the standpoint of, if if he sat there and said to them, if you leave this game, I ain't playing you. I think it makes total sense. But I think when him with him coming out and going. This is this so, okay. disrespectful, unacceptable. I think that's
0: good PR. It so, sounds great. So, so, what are the players supposed to think that he that he came out and said that? Don't, I think the players. Yeah, that he, that I he think, say, think that he's throwing me under the bus.
1: If no, no, that's that to me is soft. I think they go. They they look at the interview, or they read the printing, and they go, okay. He didn't want me to leave a preseason game, 1-1, where all the kids are playing. Okay, fair enough. Doesn't matter who's playing. Doesn't matter who we're playing. No disrespect to either team or players. He doesn't want us to leave early. So now, if he's not full of crap, then a precedent has been set. And we know that if we get subbed out, not to leave the pitch. That's where I'm at with it. I think it going nuclear, because all these pundits kept saying, you know, not a big deal not a big deal not a big deal and then he comes out and says actually I don't play that shit okay let's see the next time somebody walks off that pitch early let's see what happens but not right now first game of the season it's already it's no. a, it was
0: reported that during preseason that he sat one of the starters because they were, they were late to meetings twice so and I mean, and again it, that's a meet that, you're that, talking about that, that will that will not that's not consistent to what his what he wants expects of his team you that's see That's too-
1: that's two different things. That's a meeting. That's a meeting and a game. It's two different things. You
0: can't. You can't. You. And then you, it's, all, I, I it's also been life. reported. You see, it's also been reported that he's restricted cell phone time because he rather the team get to know each other. That's like, I mean, it was that's okay. it's to be a team. That's what he expects. He's a we are a team. I, I, and then the fact of that they're doing it, that's why I, I really hope he you, does that. Sends a message and says, none of y'all are bigger than the club.
1: again I rather, I, we yeah, have to agree to disagree, disagree. Right. that'd be a catastrophic catastrophic I don't know, set of events I don't know, really. if he decided that he was bigger than the team and he was going to bench them because they left a preseason game early that'd be a horrible way to start your campaign no. anyways you want to set no, 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 you want to set rules and be and be a a, a, a ruler with the, with the iron fist fine that's fine I don't have a problem with that but let's Bring us to, to some context, please. Like let's let's let this make a little bit of sense. This game meant zero. It meant zero to everyone, other than the kids who are trying to get loan deals. So okay. that's what that game Wait,
0: was about. Let, let's, uh, let, let's take the the the, the team that the players that weren't playing. Why okay, Ronaldo played? Why did he leave at halftime? Why wouldn't he have left? What does he have to prove? Get back on the bench when people are subbed up. The subs go back on the bench on any other game.
1: It's not any other game. That's what I'm saying. Let's talk about this right. game. It's a preseason game. When this game is over, nothing change. Nothing changes. It's to get fit. It's for the young kids if that, if, to show if that would other happen, clubs if that happened during that the they season. That's all
0: right. If that's happens during the season. That's totally okay as well.
1: This is what I just said. I I just literally just said that. I said if in the Brighton game, first game of the season, I didn't even pick middle. I said if it was the regular season game, and he's already come out and said what he said, right? He said, unacceptable, don't like it. And then they do it. I agree with you. Yes, now it's time to start putting people on the bench. But not after the regular season game against Ryan Cow when all of the kids were playing just to show other clubs that they could play. That makes no sense. Zero sense. There's a time and a place, and I think you have to be able to manage that. You have to be able to understand they when to come in and when to come out.
0: And they should have stayed home instead, of, because, instead home. of sitting in the director's box. Should have stayed home. That would have made more sense. Again,
1: again, we have to agree to disagree. Right. That's, uh, since, I'm not too bothered by it. I'm bothered by what, what counts. Tissue That's acid. fitness. Three seasons about, about fitness. Players, since you're
0: talking about tissue players, let's get into Dean Henderson. That uh, that Charmin motherfucker. Um, Dean Henderson's interview yesterday. I think it was yesterday, right? Um, yeah. That dude's Charmin as hell, dude. He, you know the shit that he talked. I mean, obviously this dude. I mean, I know he's English, but he's never heard the term Wally Pip. I mean, the dude's blaming COVID and why he, you know, why he lost his spot. He's going against the first of all. He was up against the player that basically has been our Premier League Player of the Year since Sir Alex left. You know, he had one bad year, and Dean Henderson came... Coming in from... Uh, who did he play for? You see, it was... Not Southampton. Uh, uh, pre- who did he play for? Sheffield. Sheffield United. And he thinks he's going to be the starter at Man United? Come on. And then he... And he <laughs> Dude, the comments, let me let me ask you a question. The comments let me today ask you a question. was so bullshit. It was like, dude, oh, I do not want uh, to I don't want let the manager see me work out cuz if if he saw me, I would stay. Oh, uh, uh I didn't get sent on loan last year. They they you know because no nobody wanted you. Only played for you this year. Uh, they doing Sharman, dude. Let me
1: ask you a question. I don't I think Sharman is way too strong. That's that's way he off. Soft. I mean, do can, you can do you think
0: Competition! Oh my God! I'm supposed to. I mean, dude, you're going against a freaking. First of all, you're going against a former Spain international, and you have not had any international games as a. You're in a backup,
1: buddy. Do you honestly think that when Dean came in, that he had the number one spot? No. Because I, I do. No,
0: I don't. I, I remember specifically in a podcast, I said. I said if you're going to keep you have to get rid of one of two. And you all told me, you and Matt specifically said, "No, you have to keep them both." Competition I was like, "You're going to fuck up, you're going to fuck shit up." And when I said, "I'll keep De Gea because he's on bigger money and sell Dean Henderson as an asset after he, after he played for Sheffield United." But I'm not I'm not asking you that.
1: I'm asking you who was a who was a better player? Who was a better player when Dean
0: came in? After okay, the season before obviously well I don't know Dean henderson has been playing for Sheffield United and they still scored goals on no, the no, no no no
1: yeah. no 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 so no I'm I'm saying when he came into team. United when he came
0: from Sheffield
1: uh, d- uh, to United when they, who was a when, who when was, was a better that, keeper
0: when they started that season day it was
1: okay you're, you're in a massive group oh. of people who who thinks that just number one oh, no. I
0: mean, we're, we're, Dean we're, was a better technically the right Dean
1: the right was group. a Dean was a better goalkeeper at the time. De Gea, if you remember, was petrified. Was thought he was going to lose his spot, and then did. And then did remember that. I don't know if you remember that part where he lost his spot to Dean, who was this worst Charmin player. That's what you're calling him. He lost his spot to Dean. And then what happened? The better player, but the better player. Season rolled over. The better
0: player, the better player. Season came rolled out, over. Right?
1: Season season rolled over. Dean got out. sick, and then Dean got sick, and then what happened?
0: The better player came out.
1: That's not what happened. You're not. You're you're going to stick with that narrative because you're calling this kid soft. That was Dean's position because he was a better goalkeeper, and then he got sick. And then what happened? When you're sick and you're out, and there's a keeper who's there, he's going to play. That's where I agree with you. Not weak or soft or charming. This is what happens in football and soccer and basketball and baseball. If you're not on the pitch, if you're not on the court, the guy that is is going to play. But this whole narrative, I've heard this a couple times, weak or soft, and I've heard the other side of actually saying how you feel. Like saying, "Look, listen, I, I wanted to play. What's wrong with saying I wanted to play? What's wrong with saying they told me I was going to play and I didn't play? There's nothing wrong with that. You can say that he's naive. I can, I can agree with you with that because that's sport. Sport no, is sounds, if you're healthy and you're in your and you're on the pitch and able to play, no. you play.
0: No, he sounds But like, whining and he crying he sounds, because I'm telling yeah. you that they told me I was going to play. He sounds that's like what they said. Baby. It's just like Jesse Lingard, he sounds a little bitch, crybaby. I mean, all you could say is I'm glad to be at Bradford and I'm I'm willing to compete. That's all you need to say. Don't fuck. I mean, you know, you know what? Now it's going to be There's, funny. With, his contract for United still runs another, what, four years? If I was United, I wouldn't even sell him. I would send him on loan every year of that freaking contract. You know why? You fucking talk shit about me. Boom. Again, man, I'm going, all, I'm going like I'm going fucking, I'm going B.O. Corleone on think, my ass, dude. Boom.
1: Boom. I think you're looking at. I think you're looking my at name, things again my name is you, vengeance you you you, you, you never back. you never look at things from the player's perspective you you always look at it from i'm i own these guys because you, mean you the know fans from perspective, a fan's perspective. fan's perspective
0: or the owner's perspective or the player's perspective i don't know what do you mean
1: what i'm saying to you is you've played sport before so a coach has come to you before and said hey this is what's gonna happen. He's he said it. It's had to have happened to you if you played sport. When that happens, that's a promise. Now, what happens in sport is if you get hurt or if you get sick or if someone dies and you have to go to a funeral and you're not there, that promise is a rap. It doesn't yeah. mean anything. Yes. So it doesn't so let me finish. So let me finish. It does not mean that I can't tell you. That you told me something, and it didn't happen. That's what happened. That's his life. That's what happened in Dean Henderson's life. He's going to be an old man one day, and his kids are going to ask him, why didn't you ever play for United, Daddy? Why didn't he ever play for United? That wasn't good. It was it good enough. Well, you know what? Hold on. Well, you know what? I did, and I got sick, and there was a better player than me, and, and they didn't give me the, they didn't give me the opportunity that I was supposed to get. They didn't give me the opportunity that I was supposed to get.
0: I couldn't play and him. so
1: I sat. Again, I sat the bench, and now I'm. And now I went and played for Forest, and I went and played for England. I think people are getting soft for naive, and I think that's sad because too many people do the robotic thing, which is what you just did, Aww. and they go, "I'm just gonna go to North North Norwich or uh, uh, Forest, and I love United." Like, no. Speak your feelings. Speak how you feel. So has he burned the okay. truth? Has he burned and then the bridge? Move on.
0: Has he burned the bridge? United? No. So you think United's going to have him back next year?
1: I think if he plays good enough. Do you know why? Because they want the best. He's it's sport. Best. It's business. Okay, whatever, you guys, you guys get so caught up in this. Who's upset with this guy? What jersey is he going to wear? Every top team wants the best player. Period full stop that's what they want and if Dean Henderson is the best player but he wasn't the in the Premier League coming out of that's where he's gonna Sheffield go United. he's gonna go to Chelsea
0: was he one of the best in the Premier League when he came out of Sheffield United no he wasn't top five no he wasn't
1: okay he in was my opinion he was
0: in your opinion again in my
1: in opinion, opinion he was in
0: your opinion he was It's
1: like, come on man yes he absolutely was. Why would he come back and take DeGay's spot if he wasn't? That makes no sense to say that. Jesus, you know he took his spot. You just don't want to admit it right now because you're calling the kid soft. He's soft. And that's fine. He's but soft. Re- that's fine. But what what is the reality? What did I ask you? Did he or did he not take his spot? You won't
0: answer that he because the answer this- is he- yes. Who finished the season? Do you so going answer that, my question is that, is or not? Is that taking the spot? I'll answer your question. No, no, I will okay. answer your question so, as soon as you answer uh, my question. So, so Mata took Bruno's spot. He took one of the best Bruno? keepers. No, 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 no. When, pe- when players... He when, took one of the best... Go ahead. Players. I'll let you... I'm not going to talk so, over no. you. So, when, when Bruno... When I'm not going to talk when, over you. When Bruno was sat down, right, by his, by, manage, by the managers, somebody played for him. Did they take his spot? No, he played the next week.
1: Okay. Can I talk?
0: So, why? I mean... If they, if they thought so much, about it Dean Henderson. was I mean, why, see
1: that's what why, I'm saying. I'm trying to ask no, you a question. Saying, you want you don't want to no, answer no, it because you know, know the truth. You
0: say you talk. I'm saying then stop cutting what? me off. So if Dean Henderson was such a great player after COVID, why did not they say, "Here, here's your position back"? Because they knew because they had, it was a better you, player.
1: Hey, can I can I answer my question? Are you going to answer my question now? Finish it. Finish it. You don't want to. You don't want to answer it.
0: What's your question? That De is a
1: better player? I'll ask it again. That's not what I asked. I said, did he or did he not take De Gea's position? No, he played for one, one game. Okay, so you're lying there. Let's move on. If your question to me was, how come he didn't take De Gea's spot? That's what you asked, right? Yeah. Okay, the reason is simple. De played out of his skin. Duh. That's what I'm saying. Naive. Naive is something you can say. But soft, that's weak. That's what's wrong with our society where guys can't say, This is how I feel. Because guys like you, you're soft. You're weak. You're Charmin tissue because you're expressing yourself. That's that to me. Was the most refreshing interview that I've seen in the longest time, where a kid said, "I wanted to play, I wanted to get out there and play." When when there's tons of people who would just sit there and get 150 bags a week, and do and not want to do anything, he said, "I wanted to play, mm-hmm. I wanted to get out there and do something instead of just sit around and collect money on the on the bench." So this soft, this weak that. You got beat. You're too naive to see that. But soft, that's that. That narrative has got to die because the more players, more players, in my opinion, need to get off their chest exactly what they're feeling, and that's what he did. So this rubbish about this kid doesn't have it. Let me tell. You, let me tell you what's going to happen to him, and where people will kill him. If he goes to forest and he lays an egg, then the then the wolves will come. Then the ewes will come out and you guys will destroy him if he has a horrible season at Forest that's what's gonna wind up happening. but if he plays great, you're gonna hear crickets. no one's gonna say a word. anyways you see from the other side
0: crickets all right and you uh, I knew this is gonna be a heated conversation so' <clears throat> well, let's move on. And this is getting another heated conversation. It's a good conversation. Let's get, into, I, let's, I let, let, let's get into another heated conversation because I know we, again, will agree to disagree on this one. Frank De Jong, The saga continues. Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, it. You got that, right? Um, that was beautiful. All right. Today, uh, uh, rumors have emerged that Chelsea is now kind of uh, gonna hijack that bit. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is where I think we've talked about in the past. I'm not gonna even talk about Frankie de Jong like per se as in him not wanting to come to United or you know, or the bid for United. I'm gonna get back into the the back dealings of what Barcelona is doing. You know what I mean they owe Frankie de Jong money, period, right? They owe him like seventeen million uh because they're poor business people. Uh they're selling off assets like crazy. I mean it's I think what they're already up to twenty two percent of their one communications company. They're selling T V rights left and right. Uh they can't bring it they can't <clears throat> I think they can't up until yesterday morning they couldn't sign any of their new players until they brought more revenue in. But yet they're still asking Frank and Deon, first of all, to take a pay cut, to or I guess to agree to not want that 17 million and agree to lower wages right is that is that what i'm getting i mean if you have you heard that as well
1: i th- that's what i
0: that that's what i've been hearing too okay uh so they're selling i mean they're selling assets like crazy um frank dion's playing center back coming in and playing center back for in a preseason Chavez is probably Chavez come out and said not said per se but he doesn't think that Frankie Diong's in his in his in his um, in his future plans. Um, Memphis, I mean, it's just Memphis to pie again. They're wanting him to leave, right? They're they're <laughs> willing to let it go of him in his contract. They already stripped him of the nine to give it to Lewandowski. What is Barcelona doing that is in in? Why is it not this deal have not been done, in your opinion? Because we, in all honesty, if you look look at you know, I guess you could say look at the big picture, it seems like Barcelona is hemorrhaging money, and they're still holding firm to what this whole thing with Frankie is. Frankie De Jong is. Is he just saying no? I'm not going to go, but he wants his money still, or? It's just like, no, you're gonna pay me my money before I fucking leave. And then this whole thing with Chelsea, it just that thing just baffles me. If Barso sell him to Chelsea, is it because they're gonna give him a bigger contract to take to offset that 17 million that they're gonna pay him? And it, again, getting going back to United, I know I'm asking you a lot. Uh, going back to United, are we gonna be dumb enough to increase our our uh, our transfer weight? You know, transfer bill. To offset Barcelona's seventeen million to make them look stronger, I mean, what is? I mean, what's this whole freaking drama? It's like, God dang!
1: I mean, I think we are dumb enough. That's that's Glazeromics. We would pay ninety million to offset the seventeen. I just, I think again, you, you know, I know you, <laughs> I know I get on your nerves when I say it, but we just got to, we got to. What's the player saying? He's he's saying he doesn't want to leave. He likes Barcelona. And, not uh, just the We need to move on. The, we need to move on, I think, right? Well, I mean, here, here's the thing. <sighs> if I said I want to stay somewhere, right? And I've told you that, and I've signed a contract that says that you owe me seventeen million. If I'm Frankie and I'm his team, I'm about to i I'm about to get me the most comfortable seat on that bench that I can find. Cause you're gonna give me my seventeen million. Mm-hmm. Now, after that, you know, you pay me my money and and then the season's over and maybe I didn't play and maybe I missed out on a World Cup. Now maybe I can make a move to where I want to go. I don't think United is desirable at this moment. As we speak right now, 2022, we, we don't have Champions League. We're a bit of a project. We don't really have any stability with the coach as of yet. He's brand new. And I know he knows him, but I think he's going to want to go somewhere where it's a little bit more established. The team's got Champions League ball. They've got players around him who are generational, very talented, extremely talented in, in some cases. That's what he's going to want to do. So it, for me, I understand exactly what you're saying. Barcelona, they look bad. They don't, They do not look good right now. I agree with you on that. I just think that right now, as far as finances are concerned – I think the big the, – the, the the news I heard again today was that on the 13th, um, that's the day they have to actually register these players that they bought, and it may be in United's favor to be able to get um, you know, what they want out of this deal. But I know me personally, I don't want a player that doesn't want to come. That's the worst-case scenario. Some kid who's moving to another country um, – the weather is not going to be like it is in Barcelona. Let's just keep it real. I mean, it's it's disgusting uh, for the most part. Um, his wife enjoys it. Uh, she likes Spain. She likes Barcelona. So I just think there's a lot of moving factors. I do agree there's a lot of drama. But I think if you just start with what's the player want, well, he he wants to stay there. He wants to get his money. He's owed. It's $17 million, And they've asked everyone to take a pay cut. They've asked every player on the team to either – um, wait on wages or take a pay cut. They've asked every single player to do this. He's another well, one of I, them. I
0: think the only players that they haven't asked, they haven't asked to take a pay cut are the new signings. They're getting paid
1: well. Those kids. Well, well, I think those kids right. aren't even registered yet. No. So, no, so no. They're,
0: they're, they're, the new signings are going to get paid more than what the players, the existing players, are. That's from what I read.
1: Well, again, I I haven't read that. I just know that the the only narrative that I know that's false from what the English media is putting out and this is coming from Spanish radio who came on talk sport to kind of dispel some of those things. They do have money and quite a bit of it. And it's because of what you just talked about, the TV deal, the new shirt deal with Spotify. Um, They have a lot of funds coming in. And the simple fact of the matter is if they do qualify for champions league, which, which they have, if they place high, they're going to get money off, off of that as well. So the club has money, uh, are they being ran well? No, I agree with you 10,000 10, times over. It needs to be ran better. They need to get back on the levels that they were before they lost uh, the likes of Messi and Neymar and and, and the like. So, um, I like what they've done in the off season. I like their young players. Fati's probably my favorite young player. He's he's amazing. Um, can he stay healthy? I don't know. But, but that we'll have to watch how this season goes. But I think ultimately. The key thing in this whole story is he does not want to come to United. He has no desire to come here. And I think for me, if, if I'm a fan, I don't care what sport I like to watch. I want the kids that want to be here. <laughs> like they're excited about a new project. If it's a new project or they're excited about playing in champions league football for us. Um, he he doesn't want to have any part of that. And it may be again, Sour apples, sour grapes, whatever You're going to have to just eat this one You're not in our plans We'd like to move you on We just don't want to give you the money That's not nice, right? But this is business What did Dino say in his interview? He said, you've got to have tough skin You can't be, to your point You can't be soft you got to keep moving And so, I think with DeYoung I honestly think they are going to move him out of that club I think it's going to be a legal a legal matter because he's going to say these are do these are fees that you owe me and they do I think they'll pay those penalties and he'll eventually get his money. It might not be all of it but he's going to eventually get his money. But I don't see him playing in a Barcelona shirt this season. I don't see it at all. Um the, the simple fact of the matter is the kids, you know, a, a number 6 you know at best and they got him playing center back um just to appease him for fitness is is what is what is what they'll say but they don't want him there. They don't want him there. They they would rather him move on. They would rather him not have to take a salary. Um And, and Tin Hogg wants him. And so I hope we don't get him. I, I know this is going to sound like blasphemy because I I want the kid here. But I want kids that want to be here, that want to play for United. I don't want a kid who's coming here upset and, uh, and mad. Now his wife's mad because she's got to move out of her house and, you know, it's it's a bad it's a really really bad situation. So I know there's other kids that we're, we've been looking at. They've got to be smart enough to have a plan B. I don't think they are, but you would you would hope that if you, you shoot for the stars, so you can land on the clouds, and hopefully the clouds is a player who's at least in that range of of really good central de- central defensive mid player midfield player, center mid player you would you would hope that that would be something that they would do it doesn't look like that i keep hearing names but i mean everyone gets leaked to united so um it, it, it honestly it makes me a little bit nervous um because i i ultimately i don't think
0: he's gonna come <clears throat> so if you know you're not wanted why doesn't he come out and say hey why does that not offend him you know what I mean? Maybe you know it's like you know you're not wanted. Why did they come out and say like you know what? Fuck this club.
1: Again, I think most players are so. It's almost like they have media training, and they feel like if I say something, uh-huh. if I speak my mind, that's why I like this Dean thing. If I speak my mind and just and not and don't come out and say you don't have to come out and say you're an effing this and well, an you're a, you're a trash that you can come out and say, I'm really frustrated. I really want to play for the club. If they don't want me, they owe me money. What's what, where are we at now? He might again, my media training where his team's going, Frankie, don't say anything. Why, why, why can't I say, because Frankie, listen, you're going to get the 17 million. We got the contract. We got it. It's in our hand. There's nothing they can do. That, that will not get us this money. Now, you start running your mouth, you start going out in the public, going on social media, you start trashing the coach, you start trashing uh, the, the owners, now now we got a problem. So that might be what's in his ear. We don't agree to that. We don't know why he's not. I just think that for him, for, for what we do know, what he has come out and said is, we I want to stay here. That's what we know. He could be lying about that.
0: <laughs> that, that's, that that's, what, that's what the question I was going to ask you. If you're not wanted, you know what I mean. Why are you? I mean, why do, again? You know, you have an ex coach that wants you. You have you have love somewhere else, and you know you're not wanted. You're playing center back, dude. It's like, I mean, what a slap in the face, in my opinion. I don't know. It, 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 it's it's, de- it's definitely a slap in the face. It's money or I mean, I mean, if he's, play, if he's playing chess and we're playing checkers, or I mean, what I mean. Okay,
1: you know, so not? so put yourself put yourself in his shoes. What, what would you do? If you're him, and, and I owe you $17 million, as long as you don't leave, you can't leave. If you leave, I don't have to pay you. I don't have to give you a dime. Yeah.
0: Because you've now voided your contract. No. So, what would you do? I'll go, I'll go, you've seen Goodfellas? Have you seen Goodfellas? Yeah. You know, when they uh, when the restaurant owner gets it in in, uh, in debt with Polly, you know, he says, mm-hmm. uh, now, hey, hey and uh, anybody has a problem with the bill, go see Polly. Anybody has this, go see Polly. Go now, see Polly. Yep, I remember. And now, now Polly's like, well, hey, uh, well, now the restaurant owner, something happens, money, money with Polly. Hey, Polly's like, fuck you, pay me. Hey, uh, your house, ha- your house caught on fire, fuck you, pay me. You know, it's like that. Hey, you know, I, I would do that to Barcelona. I was like, you pay me at center back, hey. Pay me my money. Period. I'm gonna. I'll stay here wh- wh- however long you want until you pay me your money. You cheap bastards. And you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna stay here till you can't sign your new players. Well, that's what he's doing. That's that's what I'm saying. Come he when say
1: w- 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 when someone when I'll someone, say someone say says I don't they
0: want don't go to United say you know what I mean. United's a great team. That's it. That's all I would say. They said I want to. Don't say I want to stay here. I, I mean I don't want to stay here. I don't want to go to United. You know what I mean?
1: I can I couldn't hear that last part. You said you're you're saying you would you wouldn't?
0: No, you saying, said you wouldn't. I'm saying I'm saying don't go out there and say I wouldn't go I don't want to go to United. Just say United's a great club. That's it. I mean that's all you need to say. Rather than no, I don't want to go to United, I wanna say here. Well then now you fuck shit up because now now Barcelona has a leverage to to where they're gonna have to <laughs> the United's gonna have to pay more money. You know what I mean? And, and you know what? But
1: that's on. But that's on United, right? I mean, that's on. That, that's that's. For me, what you said there is is Glazernomics one I think this kid's got all the leverage in the world right now. Now again, he sets he sets out this season, and Barca goes still not going to pay you. <laughs> What's he going to do with that? At that point, because that's his card.
0: He has to go to court to the fucking
1: club. That's what I'm saying. That's and that's where I ultimately think it'll end up, because you got this good player. I'm not going to say great. He's a good player who hasn't done anything amazing at Barca. Clearly, that's why he's in this conversation, and they would like for him to please leave. But he's looking at things, going, "Man, look. If I sit, st- if I just sit still." they have to give me my 17, 16 whatever it is million. They got to. They
0: yeah. have a choice. And obviously it's his agent too. I mean shit. The 2% 5% yeah. from 17 million, I mean shit. I mean Yeah. Man. Come on now. All right. Of uh, course, Enough of the bad news, you Um, let's get some good news. United have already um, made an initial bid for apparently for Benjamin Sesko, right? RB R- Leipzig <laughs> Uh, striker. Yep. Do you think we'll get that over over the over the? Um, <coughs> and uh, he's gonna, he's a little. Uh, uh, he had to take off. So we, I, we were talking about Benjamin Cesco. Uh, is that good? I mean, if United, you know, are they gonna bring him in? We have initial contract talks. Uh, hopefully, you, we don't get bent over the barrel for that. One. Um, but we have, um, what do you call it? Uh, we usually do the Premier League top four and, uh, the bottom three, and then we'll give you your Brighton, Brighton uh, preview, but, all right, uh, EC didn't give me his, you know, his predictions, but <coughs> let's go with the, let's start off what we have. Um, uh, we've seen City this, this, uh, this preseason Uh, We see Liverpool, United, Arsenal, uh, Chelsea, uh, Tottenham. I think those are your and West Ham. Those are your pretty much your favorite. You know your your favorites for the top six. The top four is going to be it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I don't think with with what's going on at Chelsea. I do not think they're going to be top four. I really don't. Um, I think United be fourth and it's going to be squeaking by by two number 4 and we're not going to have a this unless we assign more backups more more potent strikers i don't feel that we'll vie for anything above fourth but chelsea it's like they're getting rid of Timo Werner they're bringing in they're bringing in players but um, it doesn't seem like their chemistry's right tottenham there uh, could vie for third um and it's going to be a... It's kind of weird. It's going to be Tottenham, Man United, and Arsenal vying for fourth. But I think Tottenham could... With uh, Conte's... Um, with Conte's uh, tactics, I think Tottenham could rise to third. Uh, I get City second, and it pains me to say Liverpool, you know, goes to first. A Brighton preview. What's going to happen? I know what I talked about earlier... Of uh, who I want to see benched because of the fact they left early. So who's gonna? Well, what's gonna happen? Who's gonna play? Obviously, we know Remalos gonna play, but we see Martial, Rashford, and Sancho up top. Bruno, I want to see Bruno Erickson play together, and then we have either McTominay playing that, or McTominay or Martinez playing that CDM position. That's what I hope happens. Uh, center back McGuire and and um, and uh, and obviously uh, I don't know, I would say Malaysia. I'd play Shaw and then I'd uh, play Deluc on the um, right hand side and obviously De in the middle, what's going to happen, I think it's going to be 2-0, United at the weekend, so thank you everybody for listening for this week's podcast Uh, we hope you have a great week and uh, we'll see you next week and Mati Diaz, where you at? The boys are back in town The boys are back in town